Welcome to the Emotionally Green Podcast, brought to you by Dawn Griffith, Michael Hallett and Jenny Chalmers. We hope that you'll find the content interesting and that you'll understand and share what Emotionally Green is about. Very nice to have you here with us, Helen. Can you tell me a bit about yourself, please? Yes. Okay. Um, Where to start? Um, I... um, my name's Helen Stevens. I am now uh, a well-being coach and a mental health first aider. Um, but I've only come to that relatively recently. I um, previously worked in um, the research industry for many years, market research industry. Um, and I probably was in that for tw- about 25 years. Um, I specialised in advertising research. Um, and so I was kind of helping companies to sell more stuff. And um, over time, um, I fell out of love with, with that um, career and um, realized that that was not what I was meant to do for the rest of my life. Um, so I was really keen to make a change. And um, was there something that prompted making a change? Well, there was. Um, for for quite a few years, I suppose I felt trapped um, because I was earning good money, um, and you know all my experience was in was in research, um, and I kind of felt like um, I needed to carry on earning and so on. Um, but then back in 2017 and in fact it was practically exactly three years to the day today uh, I think it's tomorrow um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and that came completely out of the blue I had um, I was well I was fortunate enough to be invited to a, a screening um, they normally only start at the age of 50 I was I was 47 um, and luckily they had started um, a, a trial of younger participants and I went along to this breast screening thinking nothing of it I didn't feel unwell in any sense hadn't noticed anything um, and two weeks later I I'd been diagnosed and um, so that was that was a real um, shock um, but it made me really pause and think or oh, what on earth am I doing with my life I need to get on with it um, and and do what I really want to do. Um, so fortunately, the all the treatment and everything went very well. It was it was caught very early, and um, uh, I was very lucky to have been um, on a medical private medical scheme with with my work, um, and they supported me really well through that. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to go back to that job. Um, and I, I really did a lot of soul searching about what I wanted to do, and I thought about um, thought about counselling, um, and I thought about um, yeah various other things. But then it, it it sort of gradually came to me over time that um, throughout my career, what I'd really enjoyed doing was working with people and managing people and 
coaching them and mentoring them and seeing them develop um, was what I really enjoyed about my job. Um, and that, that was the, the, what sort of lit me up. So I then realized that coaching was a natural, natural progression to go into that. Cause I actually had lots of experience um, naturally and, and lots of people tell me that I'm a good listener and so on. So that's what kind of led me to, to coaching. And how do you feel how that relates to your uh, connection with the environment? Have you ever been particularly interested in the environment? Uh, what's, what's your take on that? And how has that shifted with the shift that you've been through? Yeah, um, definitely. I have always been, um, I've always been relative, relatively green, um, but I suppose I've not been wholeheartedly green and I think as I said at the beginning when I as I when I was in research and um, you know I was, I was working with clients to help them sell more stuff um, I was realizing that this, this was not actually very good for the environment or um, the world and I wanted to do something a bit more worthy and um, I suppose I've always been interested in looking after in looking after the planet um, and one of the things that I um, have done as a result I suppose of um, of having cancer as well is that I changed to a vegetarian diet um, and, and I think that there's there's a lot that you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, sort of, uh, totally vegan. Um, but I do try and eat, eat vegan as much as possible. Um, and I don't sort of stop people from eating meat. You know, I'm not sort of, um, evangelical about it, but I do believe that there's, there's a lot that people could do to change their diet. Um, to become become greener because because that uh, I think that's one of the biggest things um, at the moment. Um, so, I, think, yeah. I think it's these apparently little things that we all do that can lead to great results. Well, yes. I mean, if if everyone ate less meat, then it would make a massive massive difference. I mean, obviously yeah. the the. I was going to say, it feels like a lot of it is just habits. Is that what you see with a lot of your clients? That there's, that it's just habits that need to be broken, or do you think there are often deeper reasons? Um, good question. I think um, I think we all get stuck into. Um, patterns of, of behavior and patterns of thought um that are it's possible to break them but it can be really hard to, to break them and, and i think yeah i mean that's i think probably a key thing that um the little the little things are sometimes the easiest things to change but in sometimes in some senses they are actually most the most difficult things to change as well because they're so habitual um 
so yeah and, and I think um, how how we think contributes a lot to that um, and our relationship with our kind of inner it, I call it my my inner critic because <laughs> it's always it's always critical um, you know learning not to trust that inner voice and and to not to not to pay attention to it um, is is very very difficult but it can be done um, and and yeah I mean I think we're all in in professions where we we try to to change those those habits of thinking um, well Jenny you do EFT and you, and part, part of my training is EFT as well where Jenny's an actual practitioner and matrix imprinting I just do very simple techniques with with EFT but I Jenny knows I do EFT meditation sometimes I do an EFT separate on something like the critical quietening the critical voice and a meditation and the last few days I've been doing an EFT so tapping and then in straight into meditation and I find that through the lockdown that has really helped with the quietening those um, times when I've lost my meaning and purpose because through lockdown, I think a lot of people have found, you know, the people who cannot work, cannot go out, cannot serve people. And when you spend your life serving everybody else and suddenly, whoa, I've lost my meaning and purpose. Okay, what can I do? And I find the, the tapping, the emotional freedom technique, very, very good. Because again, and it, yeah, that's a quick technique where meditation, people get very hung up on quietening that voice and concentrating on the breath. And for, for some, that is not the right thing. Or mindfulness, mm. it's not, it isn't for everybody. And, you know, I think, again, people get very hung up on the training and the thoughts process of that. Walking out with nature can be mindfulness. So, and, mm. and again, we interviewed somebody who was a photographer last week and he Again, I know him. He's he, but he, he uh, does birds. Uh, his his thing is birds, but very much nature. So he, when he's out in nature, his mental health is good. So he's got that that whole synergy of being outside and then bringing the outside in and, and connecting that with his photography. And that's that's that is this lockdown. It's given us all the opportunity to observe nature so much more. What does emotionally green mean to you, Helen? Had you had you ever thought of this idea before? It wasn't one that I had um, really thought about, but um, but it's it's really interesting to me. I mean, what it means to me, just from you know, sort of thinking about it um, over the last week or so, is 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 about I suppose nurturing a healthy inner life as well as um a health you know environmentally green is, is about nurturing the planet and nurturing um the external environment but i suppose being emotionally green is, is nurturing your own inner life and making sure that um and that that is healthy and um i've had a lot of thoughts and metaphors going on in my mind uh, recently about um sort of green shoots um coming out um i think the the stage that my business is at is 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 quite early on and um i i feel like i've been sowing lots of seeds and 
the <laughs> these are all going to come and 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 shoot and, and blossom into beautiful flowers at some point in the future. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of work that goes on in order to to make that happen. And I, I think that's true of our inner life as well. Um, you know, sort of going on a personal development journey. And um, there are so many different ways in which that you can you can um, sort of nurture that inner life and pay attention to it. Um, and of course, a lot of people go through life not not doing that at all and not really being in tune with it. Um, but I'm I'm quite passionate about bringing people to that journey and and taking them along that journey. Um, yeah. So it's very interesting to use all of those nature-oriented metaphors for these. <laughs> For these internal processes it, it it feels like they fit really well and yet as a society we don't we seem to have kept the two we compartmentalize the these kind of internal and external journeys and yet they seem to complement each other so well yeah. do you find that with any of your clients or um yeah it's sort of Kind of hard to connect um, with with sort of specific clients, but I think what what I have sort of learned over time is so much, um, you know, looking at, at mental health as well and um, how entwined it is with with your physical health, um, because that that those two things have been talked about very separately. Um, in the past and and I think only relatively recently has have people been really realized how much they're connected and um, how looking after your physical body can can enormously help your mental mental health yeah. um, and vice versa to a to a certain extent as well you know how if you're in a good place mentally then um, then you are able to, to to look after your physical body better, and I do think back to you know um, my cancer. I do think that it was probably connected to to my mental health. I think I'd gone through a period of several years of quite stressful work, and a lot of it was pressures that I was putting on myself rather than um, you know ex externally I mean I had, my sort of working environment was it was pressured but I think the additional pressure that I was putting on myself um, made it a lot worse and and, and I, I wasn't in a I wasn't in a terribly good place sort of mentally and so I felt very trapped um, and yeah, I think that I, manifested itself in my body. Mm -hmm. I think the body does react if you are being pressurised mentally. The two are so interconnected. And I, I don't know that people generally realise just how much the two are connected. Well, we are just energy, aren't we? And, you know, and we're now talking about this, not in a woo-woo way, 
but in a, a you know there is science einstein came up with this and everybody who speaks about it is like you're talking about woo-woo stuff no this is not spiritual it's not woo-woo it's a physical science it is a it's it's a fact it's it's as much of a fact as this is a glass you know with w water and something in it um <laughs> We won't ask what. <laughs> Liquid chlorophyll or something. Liquid something. Oh. Um, feeding my inner self. Yeah. And, you know, all of this that we, we've come up with the science is where we, you know, we vibrate and the lower vibration and how the energy literally gets stuck causing. And we do that through our emotions and we do it through our thoughts. So it's... Uh, just unblocking that and sometimes life just delivers us a, a great big hammer to wake us up so i mean i you know i can remember all of that heli so mm -hmm. yeah and we, we are thinking that the way you are inside is a reflection of the outside and vice versa so the more we can work on our inner selves the better things will be for the planet Is there one thing that you would like to say that you want to, you know, a message for others and uh, something that you would like to sort of take forward in your life, thinking about the connection between external and internal worlds, emotionally green? Um, well, I think, you know, I was thinking about this whole, the whole lockdown and, and COVID-19 and I think this is the you were saying you know sometimes we're delivered a hammer to to make us wake up i think this is the world's great big sledgehammer yeah. <laughs> making us realize that um we can't we couldn't go on the way we were we were going on um you know economies demanding higher and higher growth each year it's just not sustainable and um the uh, the planet was in crisis and I think um, it, it is a, a sort of natural phenomenon that has, has made us slow down and, and, and stop and, and um, in many ways, you know, it's, it's terribly concerning um, and there's, there's so many people who are going to suffer um, and have already suffered over um, you know the next few, next few years, um, but I do think at the same time that there's a lot to be excited about, and to, because of, mm -hmm. of the sort of chance for us to change and to change our ways, I think a lot of people um, there are lots of sort of polarities going on at the moment. There's there's some people who um, obviously all the key workers and um, doctors and nurses and everything are working so so hard. Um, that they're, I'm worried for their physical and mental mental mm. health because there's going to be a lot of burnout with those people. And then on the other side, there are lots of people who have um, lost their jobs or have um, been, you know, told to stay in, inside. Um, I mean, I've got elderly parents who have, they go out for walks, but that's that's all. And they're, they're definitely suffering from the isolation. Um, but I do think that there's there's a, a big opportunity for change. And, and I think a lot of people will be realising that they don't have to go into the office um, five days a week. 
um, and you know a lot of working practices will change. Um, I am really hopeful that the business community will think very carefully about um, business travel and that that will be massively reduced um, as a result of you know being able to to connect virtually. Um, and I suppose the other thing is um, I was thinking about sort of what are the what are the, the red flags that we have day to day um, on a personal level. I um, I think our relationship with with technology is um, is something that we need to sort of consider as well because again there's there's lots of positives that people are connecting um you know like this um but at the same time there there are some negatives as well so i think you know a lot of people are, are connecting via zoom which is brilliant um but we have to be aware that that some people also get kind of lost within that environment and you know particularly if you if you've got a sort of a larger number of people um you can feel disconnected by being within within that um you, you can feel um less than part of the of the, the whole if you get my drift um and I think the amount of attention and distraction that we have in terms of our phones and um, and also the huge amount of content that, that there is out, out there now um, is so much of a distraction. I've, I've definitely found this within my, um, within my business. I don't know if this resonates, but there's so much information out there now that you can get totally um lost um and we need to learn to sort of trust ourselves and to to focus on um what is right for us and not get um get stuck drawn into to comparing ourselves to to other people and to uh, needing the next sort of shiny toy that's around the corner Yes, to listen to our good inner voices, not the critical inner voice, but the, the inner voice that really knows what's what. Definitely. I think that comes from cultivating that, that inner environment. The more you cultivate that inner landscape, then every area of your life improves, whether it's looking after the environment or it's what you do with your mobile technology. It's, they all come from that inner landscape being, being healthier, being nurtured. Mm -hmm. But yes, paying, paying attention to, being able to recognise the difference between our um, intuition and our, our gut and, you know, our true inner voice rather than our inner critic. Yeah, really key, but quite uh, as well. Sorry, before, literally because we've just run out of time, would you just like to tell us the name of your business so that people know how to get in touch with you? Because that's very important. Thank you. And where, and where you're based, where you're based as well. Well, I'm based in in Berkhamsted in Hertfordshire, um, but obviously now I'm I'm, well, uh, even before COVID, I, I, I was doing a lot of work via Zoom, 
Um, so I have worked with people all over the world. I've had clients in France, I've had one in Australia. Um, but yes, my, my business is Helen Stevens Coaching and um, I have a website. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really um, hoping that over time employers will will realise that looking after the, the mental well-being of their people is really the key to um, key to having a, a, a good performing company as well because when when people are feeling safe and um, supported and valued um, then and, and you know if they ha the company has a good purpose and they feel on board with that then um, then sort of productivity is able to um, to rocket and and you know that's what I'm, I'm hoping as well out of this um, COVID-19 is that I've already seen the signs that companies that are truly looking after their people and and are concerned about the welfare of the planet are going to be the ones that um, that thrive in the future. Thank you so much. Please visit emotionallygreen.com to find out how you can become greener.